Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Seidel, along with Derek Seidel and Josh Trope, and this is Coach Speak. Welcome back to the pod, everyone. We are joined today by Jake Bullock, the new Lansing Catholic head boys basketball coach and another former NAIA All-American player, uh, this time from Aquinas College. Coach, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me, man. So if you guys don't know much about Jake, I mean, um, we're, we're just getting to know this uh, this young lad as it is. But um, obviously, he played a little bit at uh, he played his high school ball at Lansing Catholic, where he's coached now. He played college basketball at Aquinas. And then I believe uh, uh, we'll go into this a little bit, but five years in, in different capacities at Western Michigan University as kind of an assistant coach. And then just recently, whether it was spring or summer, I don't recall the exact date, was named uh, head boys basketball coach at his alma mater. So, you know, coach, let's start with this. Uh, you know, Dwayne Stevens takes over for Coach Bates over at Western. And you're basically like, you know, that's the way it is in this business. You're, you're, you're out of a, a college coaching job. What was your thought process at that point, and how did you uh, end up at Lansing Catholic? So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, so DJ got the job, and, you know, we talked, and, I mean, I, I told DJ if I was DJ, it wouldn't have kept me. You know, he's got to bring in his own people, and that's no, no, not, nothing, no knock on me, but uh, he should bring in his own people, and, you know, I'm wishing the best for those guys. Um, you know, we just talked the other day, so there's no, you know, hard feelings or anything like you said, part of the business, you know, part of the business. Um, and so I kind of looked around for a while, you know, uh, you know, at the final four, everybody does their, their big job searches. When you're looking for one, we know you got to try to find one. And, you know, I did that. And, but then, you know, I was kind of talking to people about, you know, the direction of where, you know, I thought college basketball was going with the transfer portal and NIL and don't get me wrong. You know, I'm all for kids <laughs> having the opportunity to, you know, be where they want to be and, you know, make money if they want to. But for me, I just didn't want to deal with having to try to rebuild programs every year. Uh, because the thing I love about coaching is the relationships and how you can help kids. Um, so then I was like, you know what, you know, maybe, you know, college coaching isn't for me anymore. Uh, you know, let's look, you know, and see what, what other type of job industry I can get into. Um, found banking. So I'm currently banking with, you know, at Huntington Bank. I'm a financial relationship banker. And I like that because you get to help people. But then uh, the Lansing Catholic job actually came open. And I was like, hmm, you know, if I were to do a job, going back home wouldn't be too bad. Um, so then I went through the interview process and you guys laugh at this, but I told them, I said, listen, I was the youngest division one assistant coach in the country at one point, And this was the most rigorous interview process I've ever been through in my life. It was like <laughs> two phone interviews. I had a group interview in front of like eight people. There was a whole nother thing after that. And I was just like, man, being a high school, becoming a high school varsity coach is man, some work, man. This is crazy. Like it's easier to become a division one assistant coach. Like this is crazy. <laughs> But no, I mean, when the job came open, I said, man, I think this, this would be a great fit for me. Coach, you, uh, you played your college ball at Aquinas. Um, who did you play for there? And uh, who else were you rec recruited from um, coming out of high school? Yeah, so I played at Aquinas. You're right, uh, Coach Chope. I remember, you know, playing against you guys at Spring Arbor a couple of times and always a very, very tough game. Uh, but uh, I was recruited by a guy named Dave Hammer. He was our head coach. Uh, for you guys that don't know, Coach Hammer was he used to coach at Michigan back in the day when you know, Frieder was there and SMU and, you know, had a lot of really, really good basketball knowledge. Um, I honestly wasn't recruited very heavily. Um, you know, in high school, I didn't, I was on varsity, didn't really play as much as a sophomore, not that much as a junior because we had a really talented team. We just happened to have to play um, a Sexton team with two NBA players and five division one guys every year <laughs> in our district, which, you know, kind of, kind of made it a little tough to get out of our district. But um, so, I, I mean, it was, you know, Aquinas, uh, Albion with Coach May, 
um, you know, I'm trying to think who else even I, those were oh uh, defiance um, at the time. Those were like the three ones that recruited me pretty heavily. You know, you hear from some other guys like I think Concord had contacted me once. Um, you know, there was a couple other division threes, but really I didn't have that much of a recruiting process. And then uh, after talking with Coach Hammer and uh, learning his knowledge and, you know, knowing what I can learn from him, that, that was an easy decision for me. So what you're saying is a lot of guys really missed the boat because you had an, a heck of a career. I mean, you, you were an amazing player, All-American there at Aquinas. So just goes to show you that, you know, as college coaches, we miss too, right? I mean, that's just a question, no doubt. I don't know. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, it all worked out in the end. So yeah. I'm curious, Coach, what, what was your favorite part about going to Aquinas? I know it's 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 over there in Grand Rapids, which is a, a great area, but I'm curious what you enjoyed the most. You know, I think, you know, the reason why people pick schools um, for basketball, for guys, uh, for basketball specifically is the coach. Um, so, you know, I really enjoyed Coach Hammer because he was just straight up with you. Like, you know, he was just, hey, this is not what you're doing. You know, there's no sugarcoating to it. He was going to push you to your potential. There's a lot of times I, I was like, why am I doing what I'm doing? But I never questioned it and then ended up figuring out later on why it was um, and that he really cared about me. But, you know, there was that part of it. Number two, like you said, I mean, it's tough to beat Grand Rapids, man. You're two miles from downtown. It's a great place to live. Um, and then the education was great, too. I like the smaller school feel. Um, you know, obviously, I didn't have any big schools that were recruiting me anyways. But, uh, you know, to go to a classroom and know your professors helps a lot. You know, when if you're behind on something or if you, you know, you're struggling in class, it, it makes a big difference when you can actually build those relationships. Hey, Derek, can you will you give us a uh, a scouting report on Jake Bullock as a college player? Can you tell us what was what was said during that Lawrence Tech uh, pregame uh, or the days leading up? Talk to us a little bit about Coach Bullock. You know, I don't remember exactly what was said or what was on the report, but whatever it was didn't work <laughs> because uh, he he put up thirty plus on us, I think, twice in in the time I was there. So uh, we needed a better plan, but uh, I know he was you know, left-handed, uh, tough to, tough to stop going to the basket, very shifty. Um, and, uh, I mean, I shouldn't, it's not, not in a bad sense, but he was a streaky shooter in that if you let him hit one or two, um, he'd get rolling. And, and, uh, he did that against us a few times. And I thought as his career went on, um, you know, he early on, and if I'm remembering correctly, he was really kind of a scorer off the bench, but by the end, I mean, he was the leader of the entire program, basically. I mean, I remember there was a, you know, late in my career, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I did get hot against Aquinas one time. Mm -hmm. And I, I still remember uh, in the second half, he had to get switched on to me. Uh, and he, I remember him even saying to me like, oh, I guess I got to stop you from, and I don't think I scored again after that. So uh, he was the guy that could do whatever they needed by the end of his career. Uh, and just, you know, what you had the half court shot game winner on sports center uh, against Cornerstone. So kind of had that, that flair for, for the uh for the dramatic there as well so i mean heck of a player for now derek i appreciate that when you say streaky that's because there wasn't a shot i didn't like passing was not on the scouting report it was not on the scouting report you know came to aquinas coach maybe a point guard he's like nope you pat you do not pass enough you're moving off so no i i, I appreciate that streaky is because a lot of those shots were bad shots there's no doubt about that <laughs> Coach, who did you play for when you were at Lansing Catholic? Who were your uh, high school coaches there? So, so my high school coaches were Darren Zwick, uh, Chris Smith, who's now the head coach at Hazlitt High School, and Tim Sandbear were my three high school uh, varsity coaches. Okay, so you had, you had three different coaches in four years or three years? So they were – so, no, I mean, I guess so Zwick was the head coach. Those two were the assistants. Oh, oh got um, it. Okay. But I also played freshman ball for Eric Chojanowicz, who was also a varsity coach in the area for a long time. Um, so, you know, I, I, I had a lot of great coaches. I, I was blessed. Yeah. That's a great staff. Okay. 
So how did you, you know, you get done with, you get done in Aquinas. How did you, how did you land the, the Western gig? You know, it's the funniest thing. So uh, it was literally like the middle of July. Um, I was driving back to Lansing. And at that point I, I had some overseas opportunities, but as you guys know, like there's a difference between getting paid overseas and playing overseas. And I was going to play overseas. Like I wasn't going to make any money doing it. Like I was like, well, I may have to do this. Uh, not, not in a bad way. I mean, cause people do it. That's great. But I was like, I, I might have to, but I wanted to get into coaching. Uh, I might have to do this for a year and just email coaches and, you know, coach Dan Hoff, who's now the head coach at water elite for high school. Uh, Dan calls me and is like, Miller's like, Hey Jake, uh, any chance you're still interested in the GA at Western? And I'm like, yeah, coach, you know, and he's like, all right, I'll have you, uh, you know, talk to our video coordinator uh, tomorrow and talk with coach Hawkins and, you know, we'll see where we go from there. And, I mean, literally it's crazy. They had like nine people turn it down before me and I just jumped at the opportunity. He's like, we need you here next week. And I'm like, I'll be there tomorrow. You know, just let me know when. Uh, so it just happened to pop out of the blue, like middle of July. So it was crazy. So follow up for our listeners that don't know, Dan Hoff is a legend. I mean, great high school basketball coach. He's bounced around a lot, maybe in the last 10 years, just uh, since he's retired from teaching, but he was a director of basketball operations at the time when he reached out to you, correct? There at, at Western. Okay. Yep. And, and anybody that buys a shooting machine, the gun, it buys it from Dan Hoff. It's just the way he's your, he's your guy. So shout out to Dan. I, I love Dan. And um, I knew he was still coaching. I thought he was helping out in Kalamazoo area. I did not know he was a new water fleet coach, but that makes sense because they have some serious talent coming through there right now. Yeah, so he's been in the last couple of years. And like you okay. said, Dan Hoff, there's, there's not a better guy in the business, you know, when you get to know Dan. Uh, just a great guy. Um, you know, he called me when I got the Lansing Catholic job and was like, if you need ever need anything and trust me, there's going to be some calls to him. Cause like you said, he is a legend, man. He's a yeah. legend. High school and great, great person. I think he beat Matt in a regional, was it a regional final or semifinal? No, uh, you, I was an assistant in Dexter and we beat Matt. Oh, you with beat their, with their right. two division one players. So let's, okay. let's get that straight. No offense, okay. Tom. I, I got to know Tom <laughs> when his son played with Derek actually at Lawrence tech. Tom is a great guy, but no, they, they took the L that night over at John Johnson Fieldhouse, just so you know. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm going to throw in there is the best venue in the state of Michigan for high school basketball, Don Johnson Fieldhouse. I'm going to throw yep. that out there for you. Yep. And you you referenced those Sexton teams you used to play against. Those are those Valentine teams. We I ran into one of those as well one year at Milan, and it, it was like, I mean, those guys are all on TV now. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, that was uh, they were impressive. There's no doubt about it. When you have your whole five that's going to division one to start and then you bring in <laughs> two NAI players off the bench, you know, you're, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah. You're a pretty good team. Coach, I'm curious about your time at, at Western, you know, working up I and mean, you kind of went from, you know, GA to, you know, eventually what basketball operations to a, a full time assistant. I'm curious how your role changed as you kind of moved up the pecking order and then, you know, kind of how you went about or how, how it worked where you were getting those essentially promotions along the way. Because I, I feel like you sometimes hear about people that just they, they get one of those first gigs and they kind of get stuck there or they never move up the rung. And you seem to very quickly move through that. So I'm curious about your experience there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I think you're right when you say that, Derek. You know, at times college basketball is a weird business and the fact that you can get stuck places. Like, you know, it's not there's no actual resume. There's no actual like if coach wants to hire you, he's just gonna hire you. Like I could have no basketball experience. He wants you to be, I want you to be my assistant coach. And I'm gonna say, okay, you know, it's your staff, you can do whatever you want with it. Um, kind of what happened to me is and people used to tell me this all the time when I was in the coaching business, was like, you gotta kind of get lucky as well. 
And I used to be like, what does that even mean? Like, what do, what do you mean you got to get lucky? Well, like for me, like, you know, I'm there for a year. Then Dan Hoff decides, you know what? I don't, I don't, I no longer want to do this. So now the opportunity is there. Um, and part of that is, you know, preparing yourself to be able to be in that opportunity. So, you know, for me as the GA, there was never the word no. Like, Jake, I need you to be in, you know, can you rebound for me at midnight? Yep. You know, can you, can, can we do workouts at 5 a.m.? You know, can you help us with that? Yep. Hey, I need this film project done. Yep. Sounds good. I mean, it was always yes because you want to take care of the coaches and they're so busy with everything they're doing, whatever I could do to make it easier for them. You know, that's what you do in that GA role. So because I did work hard and I'm, you know, firm believer in good things happen to those who work hard, um, the opportunity, you know, uh, was there and coach Hawkins decided to give me the opportunity, which was great. Um, you know, great dude. And so I was, op you know, operations for two years. Um, then, you know, me, we got let go and, you know, coach Bates kept me on. And because, you know, actually coach Bates, when I was the operations guy was trying to help me get other assistant positions um, because I was working, you know, as hard as I could in the operations role uh, for you guys that don't know, like you get to do no on the court stuff. So it's everything outside the court, which is actually really, it's helped me in a lot of areas. So all the travel, all the planning, all the booster events, all the practice schedules, all that type of stuff, uh, academics, you know, dealing with that, with your guys, like being the liaison between athletic department and them, like, Everything you do with that, it really teaches you everything outside of the game of basketball. Now, it's great because Coach Hawkins was great with this and, you know, C. Bates was great with this. I could still learn. Like, I'd be in on the coaches' meetings. You know, I'd be in on the, you know, the film sessions, the scouting reports. I was in on all that. So, I was still getting my basketball. I just couldn't actually physically coach and be on the court. Um, so, you know, they were awesome for allowing me to do that because it's not like that everywhere. Um, and I think that's what helped me become an assistant coach, you know, then for, for Clayton Bates um, after that. Um, and that just, once again, you know, I mean, to be honest with you guys, kind of got lucky. Like, you know, C. Bates gets the job out of, you know, it's like, oh, okay, C. Bates got the job. And, hey, Jake, I want to keep you on, you know, as an assistant, you know, because everything I'd done um, and how he helped me and everything. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, perfect. Let, let's do it. Um, and then once you become the assistant, you know, that's you're recruiting, you're working guys out, you're on the court, you know, you're doing whatever you can. It's all, it's pretty much all basketball stuff. And then you might have some responsibilities off the court. Like you might be gear, you might be, depending on where you're at, you know, depending on the program. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it went. Um, and it was, it was a great, you know, fun two years as an assistant, you know, I loved our staff, you know, you couldn't ask for a better staff there at Western Michigan to be a part of. So real quick think about this for a minute. Hawkins is what at Portage central right now. Is that right? So he actually was at Portage Northern and now he is the head coach at Quincy division two school in Illinois. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. So that, yeah. that's good. I was going to say, otherwise we need to get a, a little tournament together with you. Hawkins. Oh, yeah. and no, I mean, get oh, that yeah. staff together. Okay. So he's back coaching college ball. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So right, Kevin White actually took over for him there too. I don't know if you guys know Kevin. Oh White. yeah. No Kevin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Port Port is Northern. Yep. So Kevin White is there. Um, now Port is Northern there. just swinging for the fences. with powers here. <laughs> right. Hey, so I, one follow-up and, and I guess this is a, you know, transition from Western to high school, things like that. You, you know, you talked about being in an organizational piece and then uh, the basketball piece, and then obviously loving the staff you're with, who's going to be your staff at Lansing Catholic? Yeah. So, uh, you know, my two assistant coaches I'm going to have are uh, Steve Repahowski, which my best friend, Stevie Repahowski played at Lansing Catholic with me back in the day, uh, went on to play at Tulsa and then Nichols state. Uh, he's now the director of operations at Nichols state. So Steve, uh, his dad was a huge part in, you know, our development as, as players and as people. Um, so, you know, being a young coach, you got to have a guy who's veteran that's there for me to bounce things off of and for him to give me ideas. And so Steve's going to be in that role, which is going to be great. And then a guy named DJ Hull, uh, who played at Aquinas uh, for a couple of years with me, uh, went to Holt High School, is from the area, you know, younger guy. 
who has a lot of energy. Uh, so that's going to be my, my, my varsity staff. And then, you know, potentially um, actually a guy named John Learman has reached out. We'll see if John can, you know, find, he said he's got to figure out if he can find the time, but John was also an all American at Aquinas actually scored more points than I did, which, you know, it is what it is. We don't have to talk about that, but um, you know, really, really talented and a really, really good coach. So we'll see. So that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for in my staff. And then uh, you know, uh, I'll have a, you know, great JV staff and a great freshman staff, but, you know, like the one person to note is, you know, Kyron Kemp from that Sexton team is actually going to be a part of our program, uh, helping on our JV team and then also helping me out. So impressive. Yeah. So you, I just based on our conversation, our communication recently, I know you've been you've been working with your guys quite a bit with uh, Foreman and, and even mm -hmm. Open Gym. So uh, what are your thoughts so far on what you have and how this thing is going to go for you this first year? You know, I think we have great kids. You know, we have great kids and great families. Um, you know, being honest in this room, but I haven't cut anybody yet. So we'll see, you know, how that goes from there, as you guys know. Uh, but no, I mean, joking around, but, you know, we, we really do have great kids, you know, they want to be in the gym. Uh, you know, I think this is, you know, it sounds like, you know, these, these, these opportunities are things they want to do. Um, and something maybe with, because of gym availability or something in the past that hasn't happened as, as often as they, as it has now, which is great. You know, I'm happy we can be in the gym with them. Um, but no, I mean, you know, we have some good talent, uh, you know, We'll see exactly, you know, how it all goes. But, you know, I like what we have. You know, I think, you know, uh, we got a big kid named, you know, Luch Garazzi, who I think could be a pretty, pretty good player. Um, you know, we'll see where he goes from there. You know, obviously tryouts, you know, everybody has to go through tryouts and we'll see where where the chips fall for that. Because I don't want to say, you know, I got this kid, this kid, this kid. But, you know, some other kids could be working all fall and you never know what you could get at tryouts. As you guys know, I'm sure you guys have seen it. You have those surprise kids. It's like, oh, you know, this kid's been working. You know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, you don't know who's going to make the team, but I do think we have good kids. We have, you know, decent size, decent athleticism. Um, you know, I know they've been good in the past. I believe, you know, they just went, I, I wasn't following as closely, but they were in the regionals last year, if, if I'm correct, uh, which is impressive. And, you know, all the credit to coach Dart there, you know, he, he's also a great coach and, you know, wish the best for him as well. Just want to make sure I give him a shout out on that. Wish the best for him, but uh, you know, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think, I think there is opportunity to, you know, be, be a good program and, but, you know, we just got to establish, you know, the way that we want to play and the things we want to do. And the kids have been very open to it. And, you know, we had a great summer. So hopefully looking forward to a great, you know, season and then in the future as well. Coach, I'm curious again. I know it's early. You'll, you'll have to get, get a feel for your roster. But what what uh, what style of play you think you guys will, will have? I mean, you've obviously had worked under different coaches. You played uh, in different systems. I'm curious what you're thinking at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking for, you know, I'm not going to be a, a very set heavy guy. Uh, you know, I think it's better to teach the kids how to play because uh, if you learn how to play any system you go to, you can be successful in it if they do want to go play collegiately. But uh, looking at, you know, kind of a four out one in, um, you know, some different actions to, to start it off and, you know, kind of just letting the guys play. I want to play fast. You know, I want to I want to push the ball in transition uh, defensively. We'll probably be more of a pack line team. Uh, I just, you know, believe I think you got to make guys try to make shots over the top of you. Um, and so, you know, that, that's what we're going to do and see if people can, you know, can you make enough shots to beat us type thing? Um, and that's kind of the base of what we're going to look to do. And then, you know, throwing us, throwing some sets here and there and, uh, you know, scouting and, uh, you know, all that type of stuff, but, you know, have different types of coverages and, you know, mix up some things. Cause you got to be able to change up the game as you guys know, but, you know, that's kind of the base of what we're going to do, you know, for us here at Lansing Catholic. Coach, I'm curious. I mean, you graduated from Lansing Catholic 10 years ago. And now you're back. How how is Lansing Catholic the same, and how is it different than, than when you were there? Oh, you got it's it's absolutely completely different. It's absolutely crazy. Like if I could have showed you guys the pictures of like the facilities they have now compared to what I had, 
Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, like the weight room they have there is just, it's unbelievable, which is great. You know, I'm happy it's for the kids, but, um, the gym is updated. They're looking to, you know, start fundraising to build a new gym, um, brand new football stadium. Like we could, like when I was there, we had to play our games at Holt middle school, like for high school, we we're traveling. Now they got a brand new, beautiful football stadium. They did a really good job with the baseball field, which is right next to the football stadium. It's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, which is, which is great. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's night and day. I wish I had pictures between the two. You guys would just laugh and be like, there's no way. So was it a football school 10 years ago or was it a um, basketball school? You know, it's funny. I, I would say it's a little bit of both. Like, you know, I mean, when, when I was there, my senior year was the first time I think we'd been to the state championship in a long time. Uh, it's crazy. We lost to Flint Powers, but, you know, we beat them by three touchdowns early in the year. But, you know, how football is it's really tough to beat teams twice. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's when it kind of all really started. And, you know, shout out to Jim Ahern. You know, Jim Ahern really built the team. You know, he just retired. And Jim Baker's taking it over and doing a wonderful job as well. I mean, he just won a state championship last year. So it is a well-oiled machine. But, no, I mean, I, I think back then it was very much both, um, you know, just because, you know, we, we hadn't really been there for football yet. Ahern had just got there. Uh, but we finally broke through and got to the state championship. Helps when your quarterback is, you know, now playing for the Cowboys. You know, he was pretty good, Cooper Rush. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I mean, that, that, that always helps when you have talent, as you guys know. Um, but, you know, I, I would say, you know, back then it was, uh, you know, a little bit equally both because we were, I mean, I think I want to say we lost like in my three years there, probably 10 or 12 games in three years for basketball. You know, we, we were a good team. It's just we had to play that Sexton team every year. So it's like, well, all right, here we go in the district. I can't even get a district medal out of this. Dang, we can't even see guys <laughs> regional or something. But no, but no. I, Sexton. Yeah. Was Sexton in your league then as well? Because they are now, right? I mean, so were they in the league then or were you in a different league? So they were at that point, they were they they requested for good reason to be in the blue division, which was okay. like Optimus, uh, you know, Grand Ledge, East Lansing, Holt. Uh, so they, they 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 were in that division during that time because, I mean, they should have been, you know. So, no, we, we uh, they, they weren't in our they weren't in our league, but we always knew. And that's why Zwick played the two, three zone for us. You're going to see him at some point. So you're going to have to have that zone. Coach, you're, you're living in Lansing, right? Yep. Rumor has it. You have a, you have a roommate. You tell us a little bit about your roommate. My, my, my roommate. Yeah. yeah. Your roommate. Is it, is it like, is it Renly? Is that your, your roommate? Is, it, is, that, is that how <laughs> that you is, pronounce it? That is my roommate. That's my, that's my dog. You know, he's laying right down here right now. Uh, yeah. He's a train Walker coonhound. We, uh, me and my girlfriend, Ryan, we, we rescued him and, He's the best dog ever, man. He's a coonhound, doesn't bark. You know, it's unbelievable. It doesn't bark. He's chill, loves kids. I think the reason why we got him is because a squirrel between will be between me and five feet, and he can't. He's sniffing like, "Where's it at?" I'm like, "It's right there, buddy." Like, you know. So I'm sure whoever the whoever the hunter was was like, "Yeah, this isn't gonna cut it for you." But no, I'm, I'm blessed to have him with me. You know, he's he's the best. Yeah, that's. That, that, that's my best friend right there, Renly. That's some great research by you guys. That, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I saw that on one of your bios. I figured that had to be brought up, man. We had to, we had to find out about Renly. So. That's <laughs> incredible right there, Matt. That's incredible. That's great research. Oh, my goodness. That's if, if Matt only put the same amount of time into scouting reports, his, his players would appreciate it. But, you know. Well, heck, we, we, we might run into this Lansing Catholic team. They, we got, obviously got assigned to the same district this year. Not, not yep. that excited about that, having to go to the north. But you did mention Don Johnson Fieldhouse, and that is the host of our district this year. So I, I don't know how some people feel. I, I think it's one of the great venues around, like it's just, especially when it's got uh, maximum you know, uh, attendance. It's just an incredible place. It's, uh, it's old, but it's, um, it's cool. What, what were your favorite venues when you were playing? I, you, you know, you've mentioned uh, Don Johnson and you're from this area. Which ones do you like playing in or did like playing in? 
So I always liked East Lansing High School. That was a good one. Uh, I liked Hulk's. They had the bowl shape, and their student section was just out of control, which I was, <laughs> I was fed into that. I love that. Um, I would say those two, and then, like I said, Don Johnson, just because, like, and it was, I didn't even play there, but the games I saw, I saw there, like, Ray McCallum versus Keith Appling was unbelievable there. And, you know, there was a couple other games that you've seen there. Like, that's the first time I ever saw Doug Anderson. They threw him a backdoor lob. You know, Mike Thomas drew it up the first play. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So, the amount of games I've seen there. So, I, I didn't actually ever get to play at Don Johnson. But I would say Okemos is great, too. I'd say Okemos is great, too. I'd say Okemos, East Lansing, and Holt were great places to play. So, we have two of you guys I hear now, you and Derek, that both played in the WAC and, and way – Way back in the day, before you guys were even born, I, I played baseball at Concordia. So I, I'm a whack guy. I, I, I love the league. I, th I think it's really competitive. I think um, it's underrated. But I will say the facilities are, are not the best. So what gym in that league, though, would you say is the best or most enjoyable to play in? I mean, I feel like a, a lot of the, the gyms are, are outdated in that league. I know Aquinas is a newer gym, um, but let, let's not pick that because that was your home court. What, what other gym would have been your favorite? Yeah, I mean, the gyms are, it's, it is kind of crazy when you think about that. But um, I'm trying to think, you know, I would say, I would, you know, they're not even in the league anymore, but I love playing at Davenport. I really okay. like their gym. I really like their gym. Um, hated playing at Cornerstone because that's the rival, number one. Number two, <laughs> they never, like, they never dusted off their court. Like, I'm always wiping dust <laughs> off my shoe. I'm like, man, I can't cut. Like, I can't, I can't move. Like, this is, this is my whole game, and you're taking it away. You know? I like, think they did that because they had those two bigs, and, and they didn't have to cut. They just pounded it inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, Steady is the all-time leader in points scored in Michigan college basketball history. So, yeah, I mean, it was – but I would say probably – let's see. Sienna Heights wasn't bad. The court was nice. Now, the actual, like, gym, but, like, I like the court. So, I would say okay. – Probably, yeah, Davenport, Siena Heights. Oh, and then Indiana Tech. I had a lot okay. of good times at Indiana Tech. I loved Indiana Tech. That was a shooter's gym for real, so I loved Indiana Tech. All right. What about you, Derek, man? Where would you like playing at? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, I mean, definitely like the, the best, like the two best, I think, kind of overall atmospheres, the way the whole gym was laid out were probably Aquinas and Cornerstone. Like they kind of have that bigger feel a little bit. But I think the one that stands out to me the most as unique is UNOH. Uh, just because, like, I mean, we're playing a college basketball game on a court where you have to have a separate line to inbound the ball because there's not enough space in the baseline. Like, what in the world, man? Like, and and it was just, it was so, it's like literally felt like you're playing in a garage. Um, and they're the racers and all that. It's yeah, they called it right, the garage. I think they, I think yeah. they did call it that. But yeah, so that one was unique uh, and more just like, what in the world are we doing? And like, you literally. It was just you'd be guarding a guy in the wing and he drives baseline. And you're like, man, there's no way he has more space because I can see the wall. But no, he did because the out of bounds line is literally next to the wall. But uh, yeah, that would probably be what I say. I mean, the, the best, I think Aquinas and Cornerstone are the best. But I agree, though, Cornerstone never dusted that floor, man. It was crazy. Well, it so. did not seem to affect Jake when he lit us for, up for about 30. Then we beat Cornerstone on a Friday night when they're the number one ranked team in the country. First game at Spring Harbor for me. I'm like, wow, it doesn't get any better than this. And then the next morning, Jake comes in and drops about 30 on us, and we get drilled by Aquinas. And that was, yeah, that was, didn't seem to bother you that day. He must have cleaned the court that morning or something. But I, I will say also, as far as gyms go, I couldn't stand U of M Dearborn. Like you walk in and you're sharing a, a locker room, like at a hockey rink, it was freezing. And then you walk out as a, it was a weird setup. I don't know. Maybe they've improved that or changed it since, but I always thought that was really weird. Coach Trope, man. What's funny about that. I'll never forget that is 
we're playing and you guys just had Paul on, which obviously Paul was a monster. Yep. Uh, and he's a freshman my senior year and he's perfect from the field. Five for five has like 13 on us. And then for whatever reason, he just couldn't get a touch the rest of the game. And he's, we're talking about it with like a minute left. He's like, that's crazy. You know, I was like, he's like, I'm five for five. I said, like, well, thank God you didn't get a touch the rest You don't need any more touches, man. Let the other guys bomb away. I'm good. Hey man, you're a freshman. Yeah. Then he ended up being who he was, of course. So uh, yeah. funny story about that game. I'll never forget that. We're, we're, we're learning more and more about Paul, by the way. I mean, we had a fight in the locker room. We learned about when we talked to him last, we had, yeah. we got this story that Jake just mentioned. We, he almost transferred. I mean, yeah, it's, it, 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 Paul is lucky to finish at Spring Arbor. One thing about the whack, um, I can't believe nobody mentioned the dead wood at Lawrence Tech. I mean, nobody liked playing on that wood, <laughs> 1950 core. That that thing is so it's like playing on concrete out there. But uh, a bunch Lawrence of dunkers, Tech. and all of a sudden you come to Lawrence Tech and you couldn't dunk very well anymore. It was kind of an amazing thing. It's hard rims too, man. I don't know how you guys shot on that, Derek, consistently, man. If you didn't, if you if it wasn't going, if it wasn't touching anything, it's not going in, man. If it's hitting that rim, <laughs> it's coming off hard. A hundred percent. I mean, that's why we were playing games in the forties, but uh, <laughs> no, that, that floor would take a solid 10 inches off your vertical. But for me, there wasn't 10 inches to take off. So it didn't matter. You and me both. Oh, God. Oh, man. Hey, Jake, man, we, this, this has been fun. Oh, it's good getting to know you. Um, I got a feeling we're going to hear a lot from you and uh, excited to see uh, uh, Lansing Catholic's uh, progress under under your uh, your leadership and uh, welcome to the high school coaching ranks. I think you've been a great addition to this area and, and and the fraternity as well. So good luck with everything. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. You know, it was a lot of fun this morning, and like I said, we'll definitely all still be we'll all be in touch. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to following your guys' season as well, and all, all of us having a successful year and you know helping these kids grow and you know become better every single day.